Azor Risbrook. Hey, what's up, Azor? Hit us up and posted from IndieWire.com the best black American films of the 21st century. Oh, that's probably an interesting so that list. would be since... Um, 2001. 2001. Yeah. And it's 25 films that they list. So let's see where, the, where this, how this stands up. Maybe you did the first 10 or you want to do all 25? Well, let's go to the top 10. All right, let's do the top 10. What's it number 10? Number 10 is Inside Man. Okay. All right. Denzel Washington and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like Inside Man a lot. And isn't Jodie Foster in that? Yeah, yes, Jody she Foster. is. Yes, she is. So that's Inside Man. Okay. Number nine, Training Day. Training Day above Inside Man. I'll take that. I'm with it so far. Denzel Heavy so far in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Man does good work. I think anything in the last 20, 30 years is going to be Denzel Heavy. Number eight. Okay. Dear White People. Wow. Now, that's pretty high. That's very high. That's very, very high. Now, I'm, now, now I have questions about who has put the list together. Well, this is IndieWire.com. Right. Okay. What's seven? 12 Years a Slave. You know, I haven't seen it. It's a good movie. It's I mean, it, it, I mean, look, man. Steve McQueen, Chiwetel Etafor. Lupita Nyong'o. I'm sure it's great. It's a good movie. I just it's, haven't seen it. Yeah. It's long. It's it's definitely disturbing. Yeah. Um, I told you my cousin <laughs> texted me while she was in there. And she said, hour in, still a slave. <laughs> True enough. So, you know. Yeah, okay. No, All right. This is, this is, uh, number six. Number six. Selma. Okay. Another, you know. <laughs> These are Vince's blind spots. <laughs> you, I, I, I thought you at least saw some. I have not. I thought seen, Selma was like your cutoff. I have not seen Selma. Okay, and I know I should see Selma. And and Omar, I'm sorry, Miss <laughs> Duvernay, because you know, in my mind, I think Ava Duvernay listens to to, to these periodically. Like in my mind, mm-hmm. I think that Miss Duvernay, because I don't know. Ava Duke, so I'm not gonna call her Ava because no, I, I we, we haven't earned that. Like I'm, I don't know her. Like Omar, I'll call Omar, but I'm gonna call Ava Duvernay, Miss Duvernay, Miss Duvernay. I'm sorry, it's nothing personal. I just haven't seen it. You, you damn sure gonna call her Miss Duvernay when you're telling her that you haven't seen. I it. know, right? <laughs> what's what's next? Number five, Mudbound. God damn, can we get some with some black people? These are all black and people. Cell phones, like you know, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Can we get something set after I'm born? <laughs> All right, Mudbound, which I, I feel is a little hot, but again, I haven't seen it. Number four, Roots. It's not a. I know. <laughs> Black Panther. Huh. I think I would put. Well, I mean, you, you know, with the caveat that I haven't seen three of them. Mm-hmm. I think I might put Black Panther above the films that I've seen in the I, top 10. Of so, the ones that they've listed, I'm not sure if I would put it over Selma. Okay. Well, I haven't seen Selma. But okay, I could see it over the rest of them. Okay. All right. What's next? So this is a brand new list. Well, yeah. Yeah. Number three. 
Okay. Love and basketball. Yeah, that's too high. That's way too high. That's too high for love and basketball. Lo- I'm sorry. Love and basketball. I love love and basketball. That's too high. That is not. That does not. That does not go over Black Panther. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, that's I don't, too high. I can't put that over Black Panther, Selma. I can. I don't think I can put that over Training Day. You know what? I take it back. So ten was Inside Man. Yeah, like Inside Man to me doesn't belong on this list, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's better than Inside Man. Love and basketball. I think it's better than Training Day. Frankly, I don't think it's better. I think I spoke too soon. I don't think it's better than Training Day. I didn't see those other three. So then, do you think it's better than Black Panther? <sighs> you know, it may what? be more universal. You than know Black what? Panther. I can't talk about that yet. Black Panther hasn't really cooled, but it may be more universal than Black Panther. No, no, no. I'm not talking about universal. I'm talking like I think we're looking at straight as a film. Well, I mean, I think the, the quality and the yes, the quality. I think you're looking at quality, but I think you're also looking at their okay. Their I, you know what? The culture. I take that back. I'm not. I'm not mad at love and basketball right here. I'm not mad at it. I don't know if I'm putting it. In I might correct. quibble a bit, but the more I think about it, I don't know how much I'm quibbling. Really, with his telling me I need to go ahead and suck it up and see Twelve Years a Slave and Selma, so I can be part of these conversations. I think you do. All right. Yeah, all right. You will eventually. I know. I know. You know, look, I'll just say it on the mic. Lynn, you just need to go ahead and pick them. Like, just go ahead and pick them, and then I'll just go ahead and watch them. Oh, trust me. I've already thought about that. Yeah. Just, but I'm going to have fun with that. Right. Just go ahead and no, I ain't gonna just, just go ahead and, and pick Selma and pick 12 Years a Slave, and then I'll watch them. That being said, I'm not going to – if you want to say that – Love and Basketball is one of the top tw- 10 tw- top 10 or even this in this list top 25 best black films since 2000 I'll give you that yeah 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 and maybe it, it and I don't know if I'm giving it top 10 though okay um, one because I saw I haven't catch a peek of what was number 11 right and number 11 I, I think is better than Love and Basketball um but what's what's above love? Yeah, I'm not quibbling with love and basketball that much. Okay, what's next? Number two, Get Out. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that. Here's 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 my hesitation. God, we are really running along with this. These these things are time sucks for us. These lists. Here is my quibble with Get Out, and, and it's sort of like my Black Panther thing. I needed to go ahead and settle. Mm-hmm. I think the power, so much of the power of Get Out is the anxious, the anxiety and and the paranoia and the fear that are in there mm. that I almost needed to sit. It's kind of like when we talked about Minister Society and the claustrophobia of not knowing where the threat's coming from, but you've seen it enough that you know the beats. Right. So that now you can judge it as a movie. Right. I think Get Out is still too fresh and hot. Like, I needed to settle a little bit mm. before I would say it's that hot. Hmm. Am I making sense? You're like, making like sense. Rosemary, like Rosemary's Baby. Right. And The Wicker Man. Like, I've watched them enough that I know the beats so that I can say that the, the emotion that they're eliciting isn't just the fear of that that sort of visceral fear of looking at something scary 
Mm -hmm. because both of those are old movies and I've been watching them for like 20 years now. Mm -hmm. Whereas Get Out, I think I've seen Get Out three times now, Mm -hmm. which is not enough for me to kind of settle in. That's fair. Yeah, I think I, I, I hesitate to say I feel like that's a hot take putting Get Out that high. I don't have a problem with it being this high. Number two? Not at all. Because and I, I suspect I know what number one is because there are more than a few hot takes on this list. I would put number... I have no problem with Get Out being here. I wouldn't have no problem with it being number one because I think that it um, unabashedly uh, sparked conversation on both sides of the aisle. You have black people coming out of here talking about this film. You have right, white right. people talking talking about this film. You have black and white people talking about this film together. And the conversation that this this film created um, is something few films, period, have created. No, 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 no. But to me, what you're arguing is its importance. Like that doesn't necessarily speak to its quality. Well, I think, but but okay, I'm speaking to its importance, but to me, its importance doesn't resonate as strong as it does if it is if it isn't first, as good. a quality movie. Okay, that's you fair. Know, a a great strong movie. Like I I will go back to. Rosewood, the movie Rosewood, right, which is one of the first movies I remember making me extremely angry at white people right. watching that movie. And however, because of the trappings of the movie, and it's an okay movie, but it's far from a great movie, right? the The conversation that it could have elicited is not there. You right. Know? The same thing can be said for some over the top. Um, even uh, movies such as like Mississippi, what was it? Mississippi Burning, right? Um, and then there was another one with, um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the weed, I, the guy that does the Lincoln commercials now, the actor. I, I oh, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. So, so there's been other movies that could have. Sp- you talking about Amistad? Not Amistad. Amistad too. Yeah. You 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 would have thought it would have generated something, but it wasn't. There it, there just wasn't the conversation there because the movie was some people found the movie a little problematic. I've never actually it. seen Amistad from beginning to end. You noticing uh, a pattern? Yeah, I, I see that. Trust me, I you've you've talked you've spoken about this. <laughs> but with Get Out, you know, it hit everybody. It's like, oh my God. Because yeah. you went in for one thing, it's and it totally flipped your expectations. And yet, by the time you realized that you were trapped in this mesmerizing, you know, uh, 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 exercise sure. of a movie. Sure. Um, so I have absolutely no problem with it being number two. Okay. And what's number one? Let's see if I can guess number one. I feel like I should write number one on the note card. Moonlight. I knew it. I knew it. There's a list of hot takes. There's a lot of hot takes in here. Not that that's bad. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of hot takes in here. I knew Moonlight. And having said that, I don't have a problem with Moonlight as a number one. I have absolutely no problem. Now, what's at number 11 that you thought was better than Love and Basketball? I have no problem with Moonlight being at number one. The film that they have at number 11 
which will be coming up soon on the Michelle mission. I, I will give you a heads up on that, ladies and gentlemen, probably within about another month or so. Um, is Pariah. See, that's really interesting because what I was about to say is that the list didn't dig as deep. Is Middle of Nowhere on there? Middle of Nowhere? Like, I really am. Let, let's go ahead because me and you will sit and talk about this for the next three hours, this list. Well, hell. I think I have a funny feeling this is going to be pulled and be an extra, a, a separate segment of, of its own. Yeah, where's, where's, so, so, is Middle of Nowhere on here? No. So now we've got to go. So, the hell with it. Number 25. Because there, there's some iffy stuff on here. Okay. Number 25, Ray. Yeah. Ray actually doesn't age that well. It does not. Yeah, Ray actually does not age that well. It does. And you not. realize just how much of the heavy lifting Jamie Foxx was doing. doing in that entire movie. Yeah. Him and also um, Regina. Regina King. Regina King. It's, it, the people are doing good work. I actually like Kerry Washington in it. Yeah, 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 but but the film itself, it's 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 mostly Jamie Foxx's sort of brilliant performance. Mm-hmm. But as a film, it doesn't age that well. Number twenty four, Fences. <sighs> I think that's another hot take. It's definitely a hot take, and I feel like somebody threw it on there because they forgot about it. Hmm. I don't know. It's, it's I I enjoy it. All right. Number twenty three. Straight out of Compton. No. Hell no. No. This is a fairy tale. No, and 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 this is another film that does not I almost challenged someone to watch Straight Out of Compton twice. Doesn't age well. Because it, it's it, not it really it, that it, well a, it, 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 a it's good not, movie. It's not. Like you're talking about just the craft of movie just making, the craft right? of movie. Yeah. Like once you get over the music and and the fact that and Ice the Cube nostalgia and of... the nostalgia and Ice Cube's son looks so much like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Not and you realize of... that it's a Dr. Dre fairy tale. Right. Right. And that the you know the the it's a little choppy. You know, that the, I mean, besides the problematic issues, we talked about this. That that part of it doesn't bother me as much. Because what, the I Dr. Dre part, the Dr. Dre fairy tale. Because you know, I, I feel like almost by design, these these celebrity biopics have an element of that to them. And then you know the fact that he's still alive. But I'm just talking about the craft of the film. Like if I knew nothing about Dr. Dre as a person, just as a film, no, as a film, yes, I don't think it. Yeah, ages that well. See, but the Dr. Dre thing bothers me because I think, especially considering where Dr. Dre has landed, right? There is an extremely interesting story to, to tell be- there with with lessons to to show. Oh, no, and doubt. He, and he, but he doesn't want to take. Yes, that he's going to have to be dead. Well, I mean, Ray Charles wasn't dead when Ray came out, and a lot of his demons were in there. Yeah, but but those demons were far enough away that it didn't have the same bite. You don't think? I mean, some no, of the Ray stuff Charles that happened with Ray is almost 15, 20 years yes, old. Yes, but, but it's, it's still, first of all, people didn't know about it. Second of all, I think it's a difference between 15 years ago and 50 years ago. Fair enough. So you know, but what, what's after? Yeah, that's that. That shouldn't even be on it. What's next? Twenty two barbershop. 
Okay. I actually think Barbershop, I don't know if there are 21 black films made in the 21st century better than Barbershop. There, I'm going to say that. Like without hearing what you're, what, what's next, I think Barbershop should be higher. And I, I don't have a problem with Barbershop on there. It's a good movie. Oh, I think it should be higher. Number twenty-one, Precious. Yeah, it's that's another film. It doesn't age well. Mm, nope. It's black torture porn. I, I, Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jacquees Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh. What's the best way to eat a taco, Vince? With your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. Torture porn. Is black torture porn that, again, I challenge anyone to have watched it more than once yeah um i think it's 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 kind of like that in 12 years of slave you do it because you feel like you should but you can't go back to it here here's the difference between precious and from the little bit you know because i've seen clips and and i feel like there's actually an an aesthetic perspective to 12 years a slave where this is a film mm-hmm. like like let's be very clear i don't watch it because my own sort of personal stuff mm-hmm. not because i don't think this is fine filmmaking right and 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 a fine display of acting and everything that goes along with it mm-hmm. whereas precious really is this unrelenting torture porn like like it really it is this sort of it it is this sort of this narrative that fits into the very american tradition of blackness equals pain yeah and i thought monique gave a great performance i think for every i think you know gabriel sidibe was forgettable i think you know, I think um, Lenny Kravitz is in there for a minute. He's forgettable, and isn't uh, Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey is forgettable. Like, like it, it, it really is just an exercise in endurance for the viewer. Frankly, number twenty. I didn't see number twenty. Tangerine. Did you see that movie? I didn't see Tangerine. Were we supposed to watch Tangerine? No, I don't think so. I feel like Tangerine was somewhere around. And we were supposed to watch it or review it or okay. So I can't speak on Tangerine. We can't speak on Tangerine. Uh, Number 19. Beyond the Lights. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that should be on there. I mean, like, I'm having a hard time thinking. Like, Yeah, I don't think that should be on there. I mean, there's not a whole lot of black films in the last 18 years, but Beyond the Lights, one of the top 25? Yeah. Number 
19? Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I don't agree like, with that. Below Barbershop? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You mean above Barbershop? Well, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, above, above Barbershop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, even, even as much as torture porn as you say, above Precious, above Fences, Beyond the Lights? No. No. I, I, I call foul on that one. Okay. Uh, number 18. This is the hottest take of hot takes right here. Okay. Girl Trip. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean. I like Girl Trip. I just I actually just started today because we're we're about to have we're our about to be doing that and it looks good but yeah I don't know it's, it's not top twenty five it's not top twenty five it's not better than Fen- see right now fences is the benchmark for me fences is the benchmark this is not better it's than not better than fences. fences yeah yeah I don't know how many of these films are better than fences seventeen beasts of the southern wild that's actually a very good film. it's a good film yeah that's a good film and it you know what and that is a perfect contrast to what I'm talking about with Precious. Mm-hmm. Because I do think that there is an element of black misery in Beast of the Southern there Wild. Is. yes. And sadness in, in everything that goes. But once you step away from it, it is a breathtaking film. Yeah. With, and with great performances. Great performances that, that reward upon revisiting. That reward upon revisiting. Number 16, this is your movie, Vince. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. That's right. I'm, 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 you, know, I've, you know, I've been getting ready to fight about Django. Like, like I, it's been some fights I've been ready to have since we started. Like, I had the Wiz fight. Like, we had the Wiz fight. And I think my Django fight might be the next fight I'm ready for. I don't know if I'll fight with you or not. It won't be with me. But, but I, know, I know people have very people. strong opinions yeah. about Django. You want to hear my hot take? You want to hear my hot take? What's your hot take? Django Unchained, the greatest black love story since, like maybe coming to America. Like what's what's what? I mean, give me some black love stories of the past twenty years. Like just straight up love stories. Uh, I know I'm twenty years. Twenty years. I know I'm forgetting something. Well, yeah, give me twenty years. So that's two thousand. Yeah, give me something. Give me loose a black love story. Um, Cause you know I always go to like mahogany, but you, like what's a black love? Like what's a in in loving basketball? Moonlight and um, Moonlight's a love uh, story. Moonlight is a love story. Touche. Show my own uh, prejudices. Okay, it's not a better love story than Moonlight. What's 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 later? Love Jones or loving basketball? What's later? Yeah, like what's like because I was what's more, re- more recent. More recent. Love and basketball is more recent. All right, so like this is great one of the greatest black love stories since Love and Basketball, and I'm gonna give you Moonlight. I'll say heterosexual love story. All right, you'll fight. You'll be fighting people. Like I that. know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Hey, man. That is not true. I, uh, tell me, what's a better love story than Django Unchained? Tell me somebody. Tell me somebody on film that loved a black woman and did what he had to do to get that black woman more impressive than what Django did for Broomhilda. Okay, I have to think about. All it. All right, but that, go ahead. I don't want to get caught up. Remember on this question. That's bring right. It up when we do that's Django right. Unchained, you, you tell me about no damn Tyler Perry and and Django fought slavery. Number 15. 15. Ali. Yeah. 
Ali is not bad. I th- I think so. I don't know if I'd have Ali this high. I wouldn't have Ali. I don't mind Ali on. I think Ali is actually a good movie. And 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 you, you know, Jamie Foxx again gives a magnificent performance. I actually like Jamie Foxx better in this than in Ray. And Will Smith gives Will Smith gives the best performance I think an A-list actor could give. We've talked about this before. I think Will Smith just intrinsically is distracting because he always looks like Will Smith. Mm -hmm. But I think Will Smith is a good actor. And I also think Muhammad Ali was so much bigger than life. It's almost impossible to portray him without it seeming like it's magic realism. Like for dudes our age, it actually made sense that Muhammad Ali got in a fist fight with Superman Hmm. and then went and boxed the alien. Very true. (laughs) Like, yeah, that seems about right. Number 14. But I wouldn't have Ali that high. Number 14, Fruitvale Station. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not a fan of Fruitvale Station, but not because of its quality. Number 13. I think this is actually the first pairing of Terrence Howard and Taraji P. Henson. Hustle and Flow. I think that's too high, but I don't, I don't mind Hustle and Flow on this list. Me, I don't have a problem with that either. It's a film that ages surprisingly well. Number 12, Hidden Figures. I think it's a little high, but I think it should be on here. Yeah, I think it should be on here. Yeah, I think it should be on here. It's a little, that's a little high. And then number 11, we, we mentioned, which uh, was Pariah. Was Pariah. Which, to me, is uh, one of my... I don't know if it's one of the best films, but it is my favorite film of the last 10 years. Yeah. What I get out of this list... I feel like they put Spike Lee on there because they felt like they should have Spike Lee on there. Inside Man. Inside Man. Yeah, because Spike Lee hasn't done anything worth like that stands up with any of those movies. And I also know we're kind of in the bag for, but Middle of Nowhere is better than 80% of the films on yeah, this but, list. Yeah, but is Middle of Nowhere, I don't think that's 2000s. I think that's a 1990 movie. Is it? I, I, I think that's a 90s. Is it? Yeah, like like late nineties. Also, feel like medicine for melancholy could have been on here. That's uh, well, yeah, you're right. Middle of nowhere is 2012. Yeah, I I can see middle of nowhere not being on. Well, no, in in, in the top twenty five of the last. Yeah, see, Pariah yeah. Pariah opens it up. Like Pariah opens, opens it, it up to opens up films. to like art housey. And once you open it up like that, I feel like middle of nowhere and medicine for melancholy should be in play. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize Middle of Nowhere was 2012. Mm-hmm. Medicine for Bella was 2008. Yeah. Yeah, that's two films right there. Yeah. That I would put um, up in here. And I think they are obviously, I, I, I believe they're purposefully not doing documentaries. Oh, no, no, no. But, right, right. Because These if they like, did no. documentaries, I would put I Am I also feel like this I is... Not this, unique, who, this, did one person compile this list or was The this, list was compiled... It sounds like a group of people compiled is, this list. It is list. a group of people. Yeah. It was compiled by Jacqueline Coley, Gina Morata, and Ann Thompson, and Wilson Morales, and Constance Gibbs. Yeah. But it's not a bad list. No. Yeah, it's not a bad list. It's kind of, you know, you've got some comedy Yeah, in you there. kind of run the gambit. You've got drama. You've got some independence, at least, you know, 
uh, noticed there with Tangerine and Pariah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest, I think the the most egregious ones on there to me, like I, I could quibble with Middle of Nowhere, um, to be honest, but Medicine for Melancholy, I think should definitely be on this list. Mm-hmm. And I would take off Beyond the Lights. I would take off Girl Trip. Mm-hmm. Um, to make room for, I, I would put Middle of Nowhere on before any of those films. Yeah, though. So you know, uh, I would definitely put them put that up there. I, like Medicine for Melancholy should be like top ten. Inside Man is not a better movie. No, than it's Medicine not. For Melancholy. No, it's not. Not at all. I don't think Inside Man is better than Fences. I'd have to watch. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think the performances and fences elevate it. Yeah. I think Inside Man is a better put together film. But I think the performances are so good in fences. Like it's hard to really quibble mm. with with Viola Davis and Denzel Washington and the supporting cast. Yeah. So all right. That was fun. That was fun. So you said we're gonna clip this out. This, yeah, this this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like damn near an hour. This gotta damn, be, it's like at least forty five oh minutes. Lord, yeah, I know. Like, All right, it's gotta All be right. its own separate thing. All right, so this is an unplanned. And this is what people. And this is what people do. They post it on there because they want to hear they, us they talk wanna hear, about it. They want to hear people talk about. It. So we now we're talking about. It. I, I like I said, I just started Girls Trip. I like Girls. I'm, I'm liking. Like I've only watched like fifteen minutes. Yeah. But I like it. No, it, it is not much more than I thought I was. It's not breaking ground from a no, no, movie no, no, making no. standpoint, but it's doing it's doing what everybody all, all black people um, want when they go to movies and they see like you know dumb movies starring dumb, let's say mostly white people, right? Doing stupid little things. Oh, we could have done that. Black people could have done that. But you, you see, here's the thing, though. And and this is why, and I think both of us are are, are, are like this about Barbershop. I think there's something to be said for the well-made, I don't even know how to, um, almost genre-y, meat and potatoes, almost standard fare. But it is a quality product. Right. Okay, I feel you. You know, I like Barbershop, I think, is the same thing. Like, Barbershop is not sort of genre-breaking or mm-hmm. experimental. It's by the or, numbers, comedy, movie-making. But it's so well-made mm-hmm. that I think it elevates it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, this is the type of thing, like, if this list had gone back a few years earlier, you and I, and I suspect the people who made this list would passionately fight for Friday. Right, right. And I was not expecting Girls Trip to rise to those Mm -hmm. just because how often does that happen? Right. So I've been pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised by, you know, just in the 15 minutes how they've sketched out character, Mm -hmm. the the, the sort of chemistry between the leads, Mm -hmm. everything. So... Well, that's that's always the key. When you have by the numbers, you know, 
whether it be filmmaking or even TV making, Mm -hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But what's going to elevate your fare above the rest is your cast. Yes. And and, and also your direction. Well, the direction that is able to capture that magic of the cast, which to go back to Barbershop is what makes Barbershop so extraordinary Mm -hmm. and you know why barbershop would be on this list right right but um it's an interesting list it's interesting it's an interesting list and like i said more than anything else this is yet this is yet another indication i need to just go ahead and you know selma is more selma is is more of 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 a nitpick not even nitpicky that damn 12 years a slave haunts me (laughs) because <laughs> I do not want to watch 12 Years a Slave. I remember reading the story in a class and saying, this is the most horrible shit I've ever seen in my life. Just reading it. <laughs> like, what is it, Solomon Northrup? Yes. Solomon Northrup's story is the most horrible thing I've ever read. Oh, and Straight out of Compton should be taken off this list. Oh, Straight out of Compton should very much be taken off of this list. It should be taken off this list. Yeah. And no. Yeah, absolutely should be taken off. No. Y- y'all all should y'all all should be uh, uh, docked a week's pay for putting that on this list. All right. Th- all right. Thank you, Azor Risbrook, for uh posting that to our show and giving us this special edition of giving the Michelle us this Mission. Special edition of the Michelle Mission. Yeah, and I'm feel like I'm forgetting some things that could have been on here. Oh, other films. Yeah, other films. I'm I'm sitting here trying to like think you know what's going to happen. I'm going to text you like, oh well, such and such should have been on there. Such, but but all right, you're going to do another addendum. <laughs> another addendum. That's right, addendums. We're very official here at the Michelle Mission. Mm-hmm.